Have you checked out the new Brian Nichols Show collection over at Proud Libertarian? Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash shop and you can grab some amazing Liberty swag that will definitely help pique some interest from our good ideas don't require force snapbacks, Alexa overthrow the government t-shirts, question everything mugs, and of course our ever popular don't hurt people, don't take people stuff bumper sticker. The Brian Nichols Show shop over at Proud Libertarian has all the Liberty swag you need. And hey, if you're looking for more awesome Liberty apparel check out the rest of the amazing proud libertarian store while you're over there and be sure to use code tbns at checkout to get 10 off your entire order that's right 10 off your entire order from proud libertarian including everything over at the brian nichols show shop and all you have to use is code tbns at checkout one more time head to brian forward slash shop and check out the brand new brian nichols show store over at proud libertarian and use code tbns at checkout for 10 off your entire order. Victor Antonio, welcome to the program. Selling is all about, really, it's, we're not selling a product, you're not selling a service, you're not selling value, you're not selling whatever you think you're selling, a solution. You're selling change. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. And this is why we talk about being the trusted advisor. You should be able to help use that expert guidance and all the opinions that I'm sure that you have and help lead them towards not just a decision, but the right decision. Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Well, what's up there, folks? Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. And thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I'm particularly excited for today's episode because it's been a while since we've had him on the program. The man, the myth, the marketing legend, Chris Goizetta. Welcome back to the program, my friend. What's going on? Excited to be back. It's good uh, hanging out with you again and, and chatting with you. And 2022 will be the year where we meet in person. Yes, it will be, especially because, well, as I was gonna say, maybe I'm a little bit closer, but I don't think I'm actually really closer to you moving out to Indiana. But at the same point, you're you're closer to a couple of uh, those pretty big music cities, Nashville, for example. So if you ever on a road trip by chance and you want to swing by Indiana, well, I know a, a couple of a liberty loving folk out here we can introduce you to, including yours truly. We'll make sure we, we stop in studio, all the fun things, Chris Goizetta. But my friend, it's been far too long to have you on the program with you and me um, having an actual episode together. I know we had a solo episode where you were talking about the value of, of the music industry bringing solutions to the free market in, in terms of looking for other options out there, but also uh, you've been doing a lot of work working specifically with individuals and artists in, in your own world and making it with Chris G, which is now part of the Making It Network. So Chris, you, you've been so busy, my friend. Talk to us. What's been going on behind the scenes in your world? Oh man, so I'm I'm working at a, a venue again. Uh, the well, whatever should name the venue. Maybe not. Maybe I won't name it because I know the Liberty World as well as myself don't agree with some of the things that they do. But anyways, <laughs> it's it's awesome to work. You know, at a really cool venue with really cool people, uh, booking some some really big shows again. But as far as the network goes, uh, so I'm kind of rebranding from making it with Chris G to the Making It Network and Making It Academy, uh, where we teach about entrepreneurship, uh, music industry, helping creatives build a business, helping, I had this really cool uh, quote from, from Jordan Peterson. He, he said the other day on Joe Rogan's podcast, it's like the, I'm really obsessed with that quote now, but it's making the lower 
lower income communities richer, right? So learning how to make people that are less fortunate or people that are in lower middle class living paycheck to paycheck, how do we make them richer and how do we help them fulfill their dreams? So that's kind of what I want to work on for those that have creative aspirations uh, to build a business, you know, in the creative world, whether it's being a podcast or a YouTuber or a musician or, or anything in the creative space. So let's where the academy and the network is headed. I love it. I, mean, I not, love it, not man. Just music anymore. Yeah, well, and this is the way of the future, right? We're seeing this more and more. There is a demand uh, for people to find alternatives that are out there that make it easier for them to to be their own little entities, right? And and to make it to to actually have a chance to uh, to stand up on their own outside of the traditional infrastructure that's been put in place for the past you know decades on end. So. Chris, that's kind of where we wanted to take the conversation today and how people can can make themselves these almost autonomous little entities outside of those extraneous and, and sometimes hard to control um, situations and circumstances. And one of the areas we're seeing a lot of people start to gravitate more and more towards is using technologies like blockchain technology. And we're seeing this especially in the advent of NFTs. Now, Chris, I've heard from lots of folks NFTs are a big waste of time. I can go and screenshot a picture on my phone and voila, I've just ripped off your NFT. There's so much more though behind the scenes in terms of what an NFT is. Yeah, can you start off in explaining the basics to the, the, the audience? Let's just assume we don't know what an NFT is. What is it? Why does it have value? And why is it going to be part of uh, this, this brand new decentralized web.3.0? So full disclaimer, I, I am not necessarily a fan either of just buying artwork, right, as an NFT or digital artwork. Like, what am I going to do with this digital artwork besides to look at it on my phone? So hopefully I'm, I'm with the Liberty crowd there, right, trying to meet y'all where you're at. But there's so much more to this technology. And I feel like the Liberty world should really embrace blockchain, Web3, you know, metaverse could be a completely different topic, right? But the, the value that blockchain technologies and NFTs and tokenized communities can bring to the Liberty world, this whole decentralized world, is really what the Liberty movement stands for, right? So anyone that's like an, an Austrian economist, like the reason, or maybe not the reason, but like one of the challenges to really making Austrian economics work in the world is that we didn't have the resources to really make it work and really work efficiently. Right. Well, with blockchain and blockchain technology in Rep3, it is possible now. Like it's really possible to completely decentralize, have an, an Austrian uh, you know, economics economy or world and get away from centralized platforms, from censorship, from control, right? People monitor or surveillance, uh, surveilling us constantly. So it's it's a path to freedom. And I that's why I love it. And there's so many amazing things you can do. You know, the biggest value that I find behind the NFT is the smart contract. So you, you could take the word NFT off the table and just focus on smart contracts and all the amazing things you can do with smart contracts. And the, the NFTs may be the key, right, to give you the access to what it is you offer. So I guess the way I like to use NFTs is how can you continue to create more value and exclusivity to your community, right? And you don't have to have a community of thousands of followers, hundreds of thousands of followers and millions of followers. You could have a hundred people that are loyally listening to your podcast. And if they all buy the NFT that you sell as access to some kind of membership, right? So just think of membership when you think of the word NFT and that's, how you can create a lot of amazing things with it. 
yeah, we're seeing this more. This is the Gary V approach, right? The the using the NFT as a form of, of contract. And maybe it's the, uh, is it the Logan Paul, Jake Paul? I forget which one it is that's really gone into the NFT space in, in terms of like the artwork side of things. But we're seeing it also bridge into the, the metaverse, right? And and online real estate. <laughs> what is this? I'm I'm losing my mind. And some of the the newer, um, as I say, the newer technology. I don't even count as technology. Just the newer way of approaching things, I guess. Online real estate. But there has been a strong push, though, to start to use more of these NFTs to make these things reality. And I'm just thinking back, not even going to the the metaverse or the online real estate, but just in a real life way that this was utilized. I forget the specific podcast I was listening to, but they were talking about, there was a a group of, um, I know how to describe, like essentially they were investors, but decentralized investors. And I think it was a copy of the constitution. There was a, a one of, I think there's only a few left from the original signing of the constitution, uh, like the different copies of it. And there was one of these copies went for sale and ended up selling for 65, some odd million dollars to some random angel investor. Right. But there was a group of people who completely decentralized from any financial institution. They were able to collectively come together and raise ballpark around $40 million together on the blockchain outside of the, these, you know, traditional ways of, of raising money, of working together. And let's kind of dig into that some, Chris, because right there, the opportunity to now own a part of, in this case, it was American history, part of the constitution was open to anyone. It could be an 85 year old man. It could be a five year old kid. It could be anybody in between. It doesn't matter. You now have a chance to play a part in owning that and you're not facing the obstacles. What can this do for people outside of, in just this one example, buying a copy of the constitution? Where do you see this opening up other doors for uh, for some paths to maybe a little bit more liberty than we ever expected? Sure. So the ownership piece is what I'm, I'm most attracted to when it comes to NFTs, right? And how can that ownership create wealth, all right? Create an additional revenue stream, things like that. So some examples that are starting to pop up more and more is, for example, like in the music industry, there is this uh, EDM artist named Blau, um, and he launched a new platform called Royal. And what's cool about Royal is he actually gives away 50% of his streaming royalties to owners of the NFT, right? So just a couple of weeks ago, Nas dropped an NFT on Royal. And if you own a piece of his, uh, if, his uh, if you own one of these NFTs, you get a certain percentage of royalties from any money that comes in from all streaming revenue, right? Not just Spotify, anything that comes in from Apple Music, from Deezer, all the different platforms that are out there. And at that, I think, has a lot of value, right? And you had three different levels of the NFT. So the lowest level, all you're getting is just the streaming royalties. Then the next level, you get a little bit more access. And then the highest level, you get a little more access, right? So the way to really utilize the NFTs is one figure out a way to create extra revenue streams for people to really help build up the, the lower and middle class and also have again that exclusivity, right? Being part of some kind of community and having some kind of membership with that. So if you had a, a wine club, for example, and you only had a thousand keys to the wine club or a thousand memberships to where you get whatever benefits, a bottle of wine every month or whatever else comes with it, right? So maybe some events, some hangouts, things like that. Then if someone let's say you paid $1,000 for this membership 
And then after a couple of years, they don't really want it anymore. But it's a wine club has become really, really popular. Now they can sell that thousand dollar membership to someone else for either the same price or even make a profit on it to so sell for fifteen hundred. And then the great thing is the original creator now gets a commission every single time that membership is sold. Right. So if I buy a I don't know, an old vinyl, for example, and I sell that to my neighbor. Like the original creator is never going to get a piece of me selling it to my neighbor. But if I bought a digital version of it and it was an exclusive version, it's only a hundred available. And I sold that to my neighbor. Now the original creator is going to get a commission on that. Other examples is Coachella. The festival is actually releasing an NFT today. So that's the day that we're, we're talking with states today's February 4th, 2022 timestamp in this, but um, Coachella is releasing an NFT today where you have, lifetime tickets right forever for the rest of your life you can go to coachella and if for some reason you know you're in your 20s and then you're maybe you're, later on you have a family and you have kids and you don't have time to go to coachella anymore now you could sell that nft to someone else and that probably has a lot of value by then because it's lifetime access to coachella um you know you can sell that and that brings value another example i love is the 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 blockchain games experience right so right now if you play your favorite game whatever whatever that game is world of warcraft or whatever it is and when you buy armor or weapons or whatever you buy you're really just licensing those those things you know even if you're buying skins whatever you're just licensing that from the platform but the platform still owns it on blockchain games if you buy whatever it is right, a character a weapon a skin a armor you own that and now you can actually sell it to someone else so right so the people that have a lot of time and play these games they can accumulate all of this stuff for free because they just spend hours and hours playing these games. Now, let's say you have someone that has a lot of money but doesn't have time, but they don't want to lose constantly in this game. They want the better armor. They want the better weapons. Now they can go make you an offer and buy that stuff from you so they can be more successful at that game, right? And they can spend hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars to buy these these weapons or whatever it is off of someone that, in those games, right? And that really can help someone that might be less fortunate, but it has a lot of time to now become a little bit more wealthier because they are selling these things that they're earning these games. There's so many different scenarios. I mean, I'm keeping my eye out on real estate, for example. So in real estate, so not digital real estate, like real life real estate, right? So if I wanted to start investing in real estate, someone else paycheck, paycheck, that's really hard, right? To put 10% down to avoid these crazy FHA loans or, or whatever, but all these restrictions. So 10% down and Orlando, a house is $400,000, right? So you got to have $40,000 in the bank. But if you can take that house and create a smart contract around it to where now you sell NFTs that are the ownership, the keys to the house, right? Maybe now you can take 100% of a house, turn it into a fractions of 1%, half a percent to where now someone can own a half a percent of the house. And then now whenever someone pays rent, maybe there's a deduction that comes off the top that goes towards maintenance and you know the... Um, uh, what's the property management and then the rest so let's say 80 percent of it now gets split between all the owners of the nft so that's how someone can start building some wealth right by having some ownership and if they are disciplined and they invest in, in this and they reinvest their 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 earnings that's how someone can really help build their way out of poverty and out of the middle class so those are the areas that i really love about the, the nft space see now this is why i said zero words that entire bit because it's important for us to understand it's much more than the the silly monkey artwork, right? There is, really, from a functional standpoint, this is 
I, I mean, it sounds so cliche, an entirely different way of doing things. We talk about this in the sales world, right? You're going in, there's usually two different types of people you're talking to. Either A, you're talking to your operational day-to-day person who's kind of going out and they actually take the solution that you're bringing to the table and they're the ones that have to make it work, right? Or B, your long-term strategic vision forward thinker. It's the person who sees where things are today, but it's looking to see where things are going to be five years from now. And when I'm I find a lot of success entering uh, entering into the conversations with the strategic thinkers, the people who can see where we are right now, the value of where they are right now, but also the the areas of weakness, the areas of threats, and also where they can find some of those strengths and opportunities in the future. And this is one of the growing areas where the companies who are going to take the step, they're going to embrace NFTs. They're going to be the next Apples. They're going to be the next Ubers. They're going to be those those large stakeholder companies that we think of today that let's be real Chris you rewind 20 years ago didn't exist right Um, or if they did they were a fraction of what they are today and the reason being is because there were strategic changes in the way that those companies either a uh, approached a problem with a new solution or b entirely changed the way that they did things from an operational standpoint so really quick you look at those two examples I brought up Apple, they changed the way they did things, but also by changed it by entering into a brand new area with a strategically new product, a a smartphone, the iPhone, right? So all of a sudden you go from a company making computers to a company revolutionizing the way that we communicate, not only from the, the business world, but now person to person. That's huge. You look at Uber, what do they do? They, they strategically change the game by just changing the way we think about moving from place to place instead of using a taxi cab, using a rideshare service, right? So all of a sudden you have these these big momentous changes in the marketplace and it's those companies, those organizations that take advantage, I don't mean not take advantage, but rather see the writing on the wall. This is the future and seeing the applications. That right there, it can be the hardest part because you have to take what is sometimes a, and let's be real folks, if you're in the greater liberty world, this speaks so true. You have to take the sometimes very difficult to understand and explain idea or concept, break it down to its sometimes very most minute, easy to understand ways, and sometimes overly simplistic ways, but to be able to convey it to your average person and show them the value that it's going to bring to the table moving forward. I mean, Chris, this could be something as impactful as the internet, right? As the smartphone. We talk about Gen Z. What was their starting off point? It was the smartphone. That was their their trigger event as a, a generation, having that little device in the palm of their hand at all times and being able to know everything at any given moment, to contact anyone at any given moment. That changed the way that they do things. NFTs could be that next big thing. So I guess let's turn this back to the Liberty Movement, Chris. What can we in the Liberty Movement start to do to take advantage of NFTs, this brand new technology, and make sure we're not being left behind? I mean, it's really trying to figure out how we can take our missions, our solutions to problems, right? So Larry Sharp has this really cool thing that he does sometimes with, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he's a teacher or not, but he talks about like students sometimes. And when he works with students, he talks about coming up with solutions to things, right? So and solutions to like political issues that don't involve government or don't involve raising taxes, right? So how would you find a solution to ending poverty without using government or without raising taxes? So you have to be really creative and think outside the box. And I think NFTs and smart contracts, again, really more to smart contracts and the whole decentralized um, new internet that that's going to start developing with Web3, 
is really could be an answer to a lot of those problems and like elections like you could hold elections on blockchain technology to where and and probably more more honest more le- legit like right? less fraud than what we're doing now and you could do it from someone sitting in their in their living room right you could like vote from your phone and don't even have to go anywhere don't have to be harassed by anyone and you have the results instantly right and because it's blockchain it's a open ledger anyone can see you know you may, may not see the name who voted for who but you can instantaneously see how many votes someone has gotten right so how many people have voted for for a certain person but there's so many different solutions uh, what, one other thing i wanted to mention is if you're if you're thinking about how to bring nfts or web3 into into your business right or into your world into your podcast into your youtube channel whatever it is if you think about the customer journey so we've talked about the customer journey on the podcast before but every every customer if you don't they don't know who you are yet right they're they're what's considered a cold audience right so we have to do is do something to make them aware that exists right it's the awareness stage then comes the education stage where they learn a little bit more about your business maybe you show them more content whatever and we've talked about this but then you get into the consideration stage where they might consider doing a purchase signing up here for ebook whatever purchase stage retention right and then you want your customers bringing you customers right so it's a cyclical journey so when you want to incorporate nfts into that or web3 it's not at a specific stage, right? How can you incorporate that into the entire process? Uh, it's kind of just part of the entire business if you really want to do it right. And Joe Polizzi, who I know Brian and I are fans of, he talks about RallyCoin. And what's amazing about what he does, so he, Rally is a, a platform, it's a blockchain where you can go and create your own coin. So he's created TiltCoin on Rally. And he gives away free TiltCoin when you sign up for his email list. You, you can earn more free tilt coin if you share the email. You can earn free tilt coin if you share his social media posts, right? So by people sharing now your content and becoming promoters of your content, they have the ability to earn money. And now, and it benefits the business because you uh, are going and your, your content gets put in front of more eyeballs, right? So more awareness. So more people are entering the awareness stage for for free because it's word of mouth promotion and word of mouth promotion is the best kind of promotion you can get um one because it's free but it's also more likely to trust a friend or a coworker than just some random ad that they see pop up on their on their facebook feed right. so how can you make it part of your entire community right and the cool thing is if you really make it part of the entire business to where now you can use these these coins to get access to events that, that you're doing or access to products for you're launching, right? You can buy it with, with TiltCoin or whatever your coin that you create, right? So if Brian Nichols started the, the Liberty coin or I started the, the Mia coin, which I want to do for the, the Making It Academy. Um, there, there's so much value you can add to your community. And also just like any other cryptocurrency, your coin can gain in value, right? So when Joe Polizzi started, it was just a few cents. I think it was like 30 or 40 cents was the value of a tilt coin. And you got that for free right? when you sign up for the email list. And you got it for free when you shared his content. So by being a promoter, you're earning money. And it's a way to even for him as a business owner to keep his overhead down. Right now, he doesn't have to hire a social media manager because his community is his social media uh, management team. And that coin now that he's been giving away for free is worth over $33. So if you've earned 100 tilt coins because you've been supporting his content from day one, now those hundred coins are worth you know thirty three dollars a piece, so now I have a few thousand dollars just by being a promoter, right? So it creates so many opportunities, one for for business owners, but then also for the 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 gig workers, right? The people that are freelancers and help promote content they believe in, and it's I don't know, I, I just love it because it creates 
so much opportunity to do something you love for your life um, versus something you hate. And it creates so much more opportunity for creating freedom um, and being part of just a decentralized world and getting rid of all, all the crap that we're <laughs> a part of now with, with government and Web2 and surveillance and all that. So what you're saying is we need a nickel's nickel. And oh, I like that. A nickel's nickel. <laughs> Uh, I mean, th- that maybe, maybe, okay? We we have a lot lined up here for 2022. Maybe, Chris, we'll, we'll toss in looking at a, a a coin of some sort for the show. But, I mean, maybe that'll be your homework assignment because I know you're going to be very busy. And, obviously, you're going to be doing a lot more here with The Brian Nichols Show in 2022. Last year, and I explained this to the audience back when I was doing my move here out to Indiana, because last month I, we were sporadic with the, the shows. We at least got a few per week, but we're back on the, the, the you know swing of things here, daily episodes. But 2021 was truly a planning period for not only here at the Brian Nichols Show, but pretty much everybody a part of the greater Brian Nichols Show was in some sort of planning mode. Whether it was personal life, professional life, liberty life, we were all doing something. And 2022 is the year pedal to the metal. You're hitting the ground running with what you're doing over at Making It. Um, you know, we're hitting the ground running here at the Brian Nichols Show. I'm so excited to have you more involved again this year it, it, from a content perspective, especially. Like, you bring so much value, Chris, to the, the network and to the audience because we really need to be able to have these conversations more effectively than we have been. And that's candidly why we do what we do here at the program is because we have not done a really good job. I mean, today's episode that's airing, again, we're recording on the 4th. It was uh, with Marcus Pittman from Lore TV. The idea of individuals going out and supporting the content. So like imagine a Netflix, right? But you're the, the the person going out and funding the content that you want to see versus you're being told by Hollywood, here's what you get to consume, right? Isn't that more empowering? Isn't that a society and frankly, a future that we want to, to be a part of? I think it is. And uh, I, I think there's a lot more people out there who are in the same boat. But with that being said, Chris, unfortunately, we are already hard pressed for time here, my friend. So uh, last Final thoughts here for the audience. Words of advice. What do you want the audience to take away from today's episode about NFTs? Do some research on NFTs that can help create wealth, right? Or alternative streams of revenue. Or try to think about how you can create an NFT that, one, maybe helps create promoters of of your business and what it is that you do, but also can help those promoters, promoters Make, make some money off of that, right? So it might not be much starting out. It might be pennies. It might be a few bucks. But the more you, you build this business and this infrastructure, the more not only can you help grow your business, but also can help others along the same way. And, I've, and I feel like those are the best businesses, right? So if you can actually make a difference with what you do, right? How can your podcast or YouTube show or whatever kind of business you have, how can it actually just help others besides the service you provide, right? How can it help? pull people out of poverty or out of the middle class or out of just only living paycheck to paycheck, right? How, how can you help create an additional revenue stream for someone? And how can, and also think about maybe how can you find solutions to the, the issues that you're passionate about through NFTs and blockchain? It doesn't have to be the solution to everything, but it can definitely be something, a very valuable tool that can be part of what you do in your strategy. And of course, folks, if you go in with the mindset of, well, this is a new weird solution. It's not what we've been doing. Right. That's the point. And uh, what do we talk about? You know, yeah, the, the worst words any salesperson can hear a prospect say, but that's how we've always done things. 
there's a reason that you're having some trouble. So uh, hopefully, folks, you take away some uh, some valuable lessons from today's episode, especially if you're in the greater liberty world or if you're just somebody who's interested in getting involved in the world of NFTs. This is a great resource. So with that being said, folks, if you want to continue the conversation here at The Brian Nichols Show, well, do me a favor, briannicholsshow.com. Sign up to be a subscriber of our morning sales huddle. And while you're at that, I'll go ahead and send over a free copy of my ebook, Four Easy Steps You Can Implement Now to Sell Liberty to Friends and Family. Chris, where can folks go ahead and find you and continue the conversation on your world? They can go to makingwithchrisg.com or makingitnetwork.xyz. I'm definitely going to the whole Web3 world with the XYZ. <laughs> uh, but yeah, makingitnetwork.xyz or makingwithchrisg.com. You'll find everything there. Fantastic. All right, folks, if you want to continue the conversation as well, I'll make it easy for you. How about this? Head to your podcast catcher, open it up, hit the artwork. It'll bring you right to the Brian Nichols Show uh, website where you can find not only today's episode with the links to Chris's social media as well as yours truly, but also the entire transcript from today's episode, plus all the transcripts from all 437, I think it is, podcast episodes we have. Now, I know we're almost at episode 500. We're going to do something fun there. So uh, with that being said, Chris Goys at NFTs. What a great conversation. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of The Brian Nichols Show. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at bnicholsliberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.